0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, featuring Secret Labs with an in-depth discussion of Cosmwasm version 1. Let's take a listen.
1: Welcome, everyone. We are just waiting for more people to file in, and we will begin Spaces in just a few moments.
2: In the meantime, shout out to everybody who went to Austin. We had over 50 people there representing Secret Network, and it was super dope.
1: I believe we had over 60 people from the uh from the network on the ground it was i I totally agree with you eric it was a absolutely incredible showing and showing and force Uh, i just want to welcome everybody to this very special secret spaces um we've got secret labs on board uh with some very exciting news about Cosmwasm. um without uh, any delay, I would love to introduce Asaf. Asaf, please, uh, you know, introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about what's going on. And please feel free to introduce the rest of the gang.
3: Yeah, hi guys, and um, I'm Asaf
4: Morani. I'm a blockchain engineer at Secret Labs for the past like three years. Uh, before that, I was
3: uh, uh, I was doing cybersecurity work uh, in the Israeli military. Uh, basically defending against the uh, nation states uh, but yeah right now i'm working on blockchains working on privacy for secret network uh working with ruven which is fun <laughs> uh, so i'll pass the torch to ruven
4: <laughs> hi uh
3: hope everyone can hear me um
5: so i have a very similar background to osaf as well and uh, after the after the army period, I also worked in some like cybersecurity related, uh, companies, uh, and startups, um, in the, uh, in the field. And, um, I've been working with, uh, Enigma and secret labs for uh, last, I think, uh, almost three years, something like that. Um, and, uh, these days I'm one of the core rust developers on the team. I'll hand it off to, uh, to the host.
1: Um, Asaf, if you want to get started, uh, just kind of give everyone some information, let everyone know what's going on. Um, We're still trying to get Shahar on board. um, And as soon as I do, he can, he can just jump right in.
3: Yeah. So basically for those who are not familiar with secret network, um, it's a layer one blockchain with uh, smart contracts, but the main difference compared to any other uh, smart contract uh, platform out there, is that a smart contract on secret network are completely private. So inputs and outputs and the state of contract is completely private. And that opens uh,
4: a whole line of new possibilities for web-free applications. And so I lost my train of thought. Uh, so basically, a, a whole new line of
3: uh, applications. So, for example, uh, on DeFi applications, you can have uh, private private trades on AMMs, and uh, trades are uh, front line resistant. And position on money markets are private, and liquidations are private, and stuff like that. And you can implement. Uh, gaming applications that are not possible anywhere else because you have privacy, so you can implement games of incomplete information, like, for example, poker is the classic example, where you have a a private hand until the end of the game where everyone reveals their card. So up until the end of the game, you want your hand to be uh, private, and you want the deck to be private.
4: Um, and stuff like that. Woven uh do you wanna give more examples maybe? Yeah, sure. Um
5: I think uh the you know the card game example is worth uh emphasizing that um even if you're doing this like on a you know on a game server, like on a classic architecture, um like a classic game architecture. You still uh, you know you have to trust the house right like uh, the whoever is running the game has the option of you know seeing your hand seeing exactly what you're doing um secret network allows you to build applications where you actually don't have to trust anyone like you don't have that weak link where uh you know whoever someone managing the game or someone that's like uh tracking the game in various clever ways you know they they can't look over your shoulder uh, unless, you know, unless you explicitly, explicitly uh, reveal some information. Uh, and that applies to, you know, to card games, but also to various applications of secret messaging or applications of uh, like file storage. For example, we have Jackal doing some interesting things with that. Um,
4: NFTs.
5: Yeah, NFTs, exactly. Uh, we have some uh, interesting projects uh, up applying for grants or already in development, uh, doing various combinations of real life, um, real life applications that use like various critical components as secret, like implement various critical components as secret network components, a secret network contract, uh, because they are then able to guarantee to their customers, you know, Hey, we can't, you know, look in your bag. We can't, uh, see what you're, uh, what your personal information is, but we can guarantee that it's being processed correctly and fairly. So there's like a whole a whole range of uh of new applications that are gonna probably start showing up on the market in the next few months or probably like you know some something like that, which uh should be very interesting even outside of DeFi.
6: Um and if I might say something real quick on top of that, Ruben, uh there is at least one uh card game example live on mainnet it's called secret dreamscape and uh myself and my co-founder danny uh the digiline team built it uh it was funded by the community pool and anyone who's interested uh you can it's a multiplayer game it's kind of like a mashup of scrabble and poker uh and it's a live mainnet example of everything that asaf and reuben just talked about
5: yeah thank you for bringing that up i uh, i forgot about it (laughs) um it didn't, didn't come up in my, uh, in my train of thought, but uh, definitely, that's, it's a really fun game. You should check it out.
7: Thanks. So, hi, everyone. Sorry for being late. Just uh, Twitter can be a bit, uh, a bit difficult sometimes. Um, thanks for uh, chiming in, Gino. I uh, would love you to, to kind of introduce yourself and the DigiLine team, and uh, let's get started on how uh, the next upgrade uh, could help um, make even better products.
6: Yeah, thanks. Um, Thanks Shahar. Uh, So yeah, my my name is Gino Bernardi and my co-founder is uh, Danny Morabito. He's listening in here under the Digiline account. Um, We introduced ourselves to the network um, early in the year and we built, as I just mentioned, um, an on-chain game, trading card game called Secret Dreamscape. And after that game was finished, uh, we then went on to submit a grant to Secret Labs which was funded to start building uh, the secret network IDE. It's a all-inclusive integrated development environment for building, deploying, and instantiating uh, secret smart contracts, uh, both on testnet and mainnet uh, in the future, also on your local net. And we're just gonna, we hope to continue to build really high quality, best in class developer tools, uh, starting with secret network and make it the best blockchain development experience for uh every developer smart contract developer
7: very cool i hope uh, you're feeling uh, right at home with the secret community um asaf you want to take us a bit deeper on uh, what's coming next uh one 1.0 uh, and how will that benefit the development team that uh, build on secret
3: yeah sure so, um, Cosmosm is basically the smart contract standard for uh, Cosmos chains, and for the past almost two years, we've been running with the Cosmosm version zero uh, point ten, uh, basically since September of twenty twenty, um, and it's a bit outdated. It's functioning well, and uh, we have a lot of. Apps de- already deployed on Secret Network with Cosm 0.10, but uh, it's starting to to show its age a little bit. And, and for the past two years, the Cosmos team uh, they have been developing new features and adding new um, cool stuff to their standard libraries and uh, to the runtimes, and, and we want to take advantage of that. So, we are very close right now to to um, upgrading secret network to have Cosmos um, uh, version 1 uh, alongside the
7: the already familiar version uh, 0.10. Cool. And can you talk a little bit about what will that re- require from development teams, either ones that already has a DAP? publish and going and ones who are currently building it? Yeah, so we are
3: implementing it uh, in a completely uh, backwards compatible way. So existing apps and uh, DApps won't be affected. They will continue to function properly like uh, they always have been and and yeah, basically, existing apps don't have to do anything. Um, new apps can be written using the new Cosmos version, uh, version 1 and get uh, access to the full capabilities of Cosmos and v1. Um, so, for example, uh, on v1, you can send IBC messages from contracts to other chains. And so you can, for example, send SNP20 tokens to other chains like Osmosis, for example. Um, And there's a a more ergonomic way of sending messages between uh, contracts. You can sort of like try and catch behavior, but for contracts, a contract can um, invoke another contract and then receive the the answer of
4: of that call, which is not possible with, uh, with our current version of Cosmosm. And,
3: and yeah, basically, just an, an overall better de- developer experience, and better standard library, and better tooling, and stuff like that. So quality of life improvements.
7: Cool. And no hard commitment, but uh, do you want to say anything about the timeline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: um, so we we don't have a concrete timeline as of now. Um, we are hoping to have a working local secret um, uh, Docker image uh, maybe next week uh, with most features. And... Um, we're planning to do multiple test nets, um, so maybe have the first one in early July, like in two weeks, maybe three weeks, um, and main it hopefully by early September, maybe sooner if the
7: test nets go well. But no concrete timeline. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna hold you accountable for that. Uh, Everybody knows we're trying uh, our best. So, uh, Reuven, just um, a second before we jump over to you so you can give us some updates. Um, Eric, how's it going? Can you give us uh, a little bit of background? How's it going for Hydro? Uh, How do you guys... uh are anticipating this upgrade? Does it affect you at all? Would love to hear. And uh, people from the audience, uh, feel free to uh, to chime in, send us a request. Would love to get some some questions or feedback. Uh, we're here for exactly that.
2: Uh, what's up, shihar Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's an honor to be here amidst the legends of Asaf and ruvin who are doing a wonderful job building all this out. And um, I'm representing Hydro at Dro underscore DAO. Uh, here on Twitter, and um, well, I mean, we're stoked for this upgrade. I mean, all the applications are, especially any that have SNIP twenties that would like to get listings on external exchanges or um, better utility with cross-chain um, utility. And uh, on Hydro, it affects us a little bit less than some of the other depths. Of course, the uh, the rollups and the runtime um, will help a lot, especially with previous application rollouts halting the chain temporarily. So all the infrastructure upgrades, runtime upgrades, and whatnot are going to be fantastic. Um, and I know other applications will need it for their, um, kind of staking derivatives that they're using with multi-chain integration. We actually don't for that because we don't plan on the derivatives leaving secret network and all the contracts will actually be on secret. We'll be using batching. And since they're on secret, it actually makes the derivatives themselves private, which is going to be pretty neat. Um, like all the staking and utility, not just, yeah, the token's private, but a lot of people will be fully docs as they mint them. So. that we won't need wasmer for all of that but we're stoked for the future stuff that we're able to build to be able to do that and just the overall health of the network as we as we expand incredibly rapidly every single day we see new applications being built on secret network and everything going around as people are talking about the public liquidations of uh of giant companies because everything's on public blockchains really showcasing the need for it
7: nice nice thanks for the update glad to hear it, it will uh, run smooth on your end Either way. Uh Ruben, wanna take it away? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um my
4: speaker was uh, uh was live for a few minutes. I hope uh, that was fine. Um so yeah, um a big
5: part of what we're doing right now is trying to make you know make the code run faster, basically. Um the the current chapter in that process is replacing the WASM engine that we've been using so far. Um, when we when we launched Secret Network, um, you know we we took Cosmosm, which at the time was implemented using Wasmr, a WebAssembly engine, Wasm engine. Um, I really hope this terminology doesn't fly over too many people's heads. Um, but um, basically, WebAssembly is the language that contracts are compiled to, written in Rust compiled to WebAssembly, um, and you need some sort of uh, engine that executes that code. So the orig- originally CosmWasm, when we forked them, they were using Wasmer, which is, you know, uh, I believe it's one of the fastest WebAssembly runtimes run out there today. Um, but at the time, uh, we had issues with my- with Wasmr. Uh, it just could not run in our, you know, in the SGX environment. So we ended up um, re-implementing um, a- very large portion of the code in uh, using a new engine, using a different engine called WASMI, W A S M I, uh, which was designed for blockchain environments as well. I believe uh, Ethereum considered using it at some point or something like that. Um, but the issue with it is that it's like a hundred or two hundred times slower than WASMR is for the same code execution. Um, so it held up pretty well for a while, for a long time, but uh, a lot of the performance issues we've been seeing basically boiled down to WASM running like you know flowing like molasses. Um, so we went back to the drawing board and started reevaluating which engines we can use, um, and we basically tried uh, using WASM in a few configurations. Um, It required a lot of like changing various things, like getting like a bunch of compilation flags, right? And we narrowed down our, uh, our blockers to a very small list of issues. Um, Basically the, like once we resolved them, we're able to reintegrate Wasmr into,
4: into our runtime environment. Um, And basically we're, we're basically comparing the implementation
5: of WASMer to the implementation of similar uh, WASM runtimes that are able to run inside SGX, trying to figure out how we can basically make WASMer, like basically take it over the bridge, um, and get WASMer to run fully with its like full potential inside of uh, inside the same environment as run as contracts run in today. Um, so basically it just requires a lot of research work, a lot of like talking to developers from, uh, like SGX developers, uh, developers of the various wasm and uh, wasm runtimes, Um, and maybe in like a week or two, I hope we'll have a, a breakthrough in that direction, but, uh, there's a lot of stuff that is still in the air. Like a lot of research work that needs to be done in order to basically make all these components work together that, that's basically where we've been with that
7: nice um how much faster do you guys think a software like like v1 is going to uh, to take us as a network uh can you talk a little bit about the uh, tps and stuff yeah so, so the, the v1 so we'll go ahead yeah it's pretty simple
5: wasm one isn't going to improve performance uh, at least I don't believe it's supposed to really improve performance. Um, and depending on our timelines, we may or may not release the Cosmosm one and the uh, Wasm engine update at the same time. But they will probably be released like very close to each other. I believe. Like we may, if we finish, uh, you know, if we finish Cosmosm one and we see we still like. Uh, it will take like another few weeks to finish up the the run the core runtime work. Uh, then we may split the update in two. Um, so the the big performance boost is gonna be, the is gonna be like one set of features, uh, and the improvements to like usability and contract, like you know authorship and uh, just general runtime features. That's its own project. Asaf and uh, Lior have been meeting?
4: Yeah, so
3: generally speaking, uh, SGX adds about 30% of overhead, of runtime time overhead. So if we look at Vanilla, Cosmosm right now, they can maybe fit in like 1500 transactions per block. So I think uh, like, a realistic goal for us this year is to have
4: blocks with like a thousand was in, transactions within a block, hopefully. So if you mentioned
2: um, using multiple test nets. We just had the testnet net uh, governance prop pass from Tariq, quiet monkey mind, which I'm uh, pretty excited for, where we can get one like solid robust test net that multiple applications can use. I know right now we're doing Pulsar too. Um, but what what test nets are you guys going to use it on and is there any kind of like public or private beta that we can um you know, us active and interested users can use to help test things out
4: yeah
3: so the the purpose of pulsar 2 is to be identical to mainnet uh so we're not going to upgrade it yet uh, we're, we're going to launch it first like a new whole new test net um, just to to make sure that uh, the teams can deploy their existing projects and they are still functioning, that we didn't break anything, that we didn't break our uh, backward compatibility promise. And, and yeah, just depending on the uh, speed in which we were developing. For example, uh, uh, the first test might be jet- without IBC capabilities for V1 contracts and then maybe two weeks later we, we can upgrade it to have IBC contracts
4: um, yeah I think in general we're planning on doing more smaller updates uh,
5: rather than having like big like huge update drops once every few months or like once a year as we've been doing previously like uh, what we're hoping for is to be able to um, you know get uh, get our code base to a stable point in faster iterations so like as soon as some new feature is ready we're able to you know bring it to uh uh bring it on
7: stage so to speak guys how do you think that other dapps from other ibc chains will be able to use secret network like in the future
3: yeah so there's this thing called uh, interchain accounts which is a horrible name but a very cool functionality uh, which basically means that uh, blockchains can call can send transactions on other blockchains and as far as i'm aware there's still no implementation like live implementation of something like that and we already enabled other blockchains uh, like other blockchains can call transactions on Secret network, but we are not aware of any uh, any chains that can can use this, <laughs> uh, so to speak. So it's still new, but uh, looking a bit farther ahead, like maybe in six months, we're going to see um, Cosmwasm contracts on other chains, calling uh, private Cosmwasm contracts on our chain and interacting uh, thank you for the heart Eric. <laughs> interacting with each other. Um so I think like in that regard Secret has a lot to offer. Like on the top of like from the top of my mind like offering a chain link like solution for a random number of oracles for example. Uh, so how that would work for example contracts on other chains like uh, Osmo and uh, Juno would ask for a random number from secret network and then uh, a few seconds later uh, a contract on secret network would send a, a private random number to the other chain to, to be used in in their apps yeah
2: do that. Uh, Awesome. Entertain accounts are super, super exciting. There's so much we can do with them. And I I remember back four or five years ago getting interested in Enigma with the idea of bringing privacy to other layer twos. And right now it's cool that we can offer privacy to everything that builds on us. But there are so many applications already built out without privacy, assuming it'll be handled later and more expensive. And we can be that later and we can be that more expensive and profit as an entire network by solving this issue for all of crypto. So I'm super stoked for this first step with Cosmos and V1, but what we enable later on with Interchain Accounts and in V2 and what we can bring everybody is uh, the, the, the sky doesn't even begin to be the limit.
5: Yeah, and, you know, uh, I want to say random number generation is just like a very specific, narrow uh, application of this. You know, say you have some application that um, you know, allows users to upload their personal information for some aggregation purposes or for some analytics purposes but then also provides a bunch of interesting functionality based on you know public uh parts of that information or um those uh public aggregations of information you know you can have uh, various dApps that uh, for anything that doesn't require privacy they would use some very very fast network outside of secret network and use, you know, upload private information and do private computations, like have their private engine, so to speak, of their application run on secret network as a secret contract. And then have those two communicate with each other, you know, just directly through IBC or through whatever without, um, you know, without any other, you know, all, basically everything working on its own without them needing to implement their own, you know, custom components to connect those two. Um, like everything working together in a native way. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential and pot- potential there and we'll see a lot of really interesting uh, use cases come out of that.
7: Nice. Gino, any words from you? How will DigiLine exactly is gonna help uh, uploading smart contracts using uh, Cosmosm v1? Um,
6: sure. Um, Yeah, so we actually uh, just released uh, uh, the first version of the secret ide uh, about a week or so ago Um, so you can use it right now to upload uh, contracts to testnet and mainnet and um, there won't be really any changes noticeable to the user Um, when we migrate to 1.0 you'll just of course be uploading contracts uh, uh, to mainnet as usual Um, we will have different We will update our bootstrapping uh, starter contracts. So this is especially helpful for any new uh, contract engineers who are just getting started perhaps and just want to find a base example to work off of. Um, So we'll update, we have a list of like around um, eight uh, example template contracts. Um, Those will be updated to reflect, um, you know, best practices in in Cosmos V1. Cool. Thanks, thanks a lot. Uh
7: Christian from Shade, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Fire how's me. it going, buddy? Pretty good. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you on board. Uh it's really been it's have been a real struggle for the both of us, I think, that they would Twitter. Uh can you tell everyone yes, yes, uh, yes. how's it going over there at Shade? Yeah, of course. Um
8: so uh if you call me Christian, I'm also speam uh uh and at shade you know our biggest product right now is is silk um especially with all the attention from from Terra, uh there's been a lot of turmoil with silk so um one of the things that we've been building out is a lending product uh that's going to be backing uh silk and one of the activities that we've been doing very heavily is economic testing and economic modeling around uh the types of collateral that we can use. Um, and certainly IBC compatibility is one of those things that's going to unlock a lot of liquidity and a lot of strong collateral to uh, increase the strength of silk. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff that's in progress. I won't speak on what's the other teams are doing. I'm primarily in, uh, uh, involved in core silk mechanics and the lending product. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well. Uh, we're, we're, looking to line up launch roughly around the time of the Cosmosm launch. So that's a little bit of alpha.
7: Nice, and how are you guys integrating with the IBC? Uh, One of the things, like
8: I I, I mentioned, uh, the unlocking a lot of liquidity. So obviously uh, with secret network, it's only one network and the DeFi ecosystem here is uh, pretty new. Uh, there's not that much liquidity, and the liquidity is—it's the lifeblood of DeFi, and it's also the the deciding factor for how much Silk we can we can actually put into circulation. So by unlocking the rest of the DeFi ecosystem uh, through IBC, we have access to all this other liquidity. So like a specific way that that we that we can use it is, um, since we're backing Silk. With volatile collateral like Bitcoin, uh, we run into this situation where if the value of the Bitcoin is dropping, we gotta liquidate it. But if there's not enough liquidity for Bitcoin on the chain, then we can't liquidate it. So uh, we have to be careful with how much silk we put into circulation. But as soon as we have this much larger pool of of Cosmos liquidity that we can dip into, suddenly we have so much more. Power to to protect the peg of silk, and uh, uh, that's that's it's only one thing, but it's probably the single most important thing that we're going to get out of IBC
7: integration. All right, good stuff. Um, any questions from uh, the audience or from the other guests? Sure thing. So I will just uh, mention uh, at this point that we do have a uh, secret grants programs for teams who want to build and develop on top of secret network. Um, We would love to have you. If you have a good idea, if you know what you're doing, uh, just go to github.com forward slash secret labs forward slash grants. That's github.com forward slash secret labs. We spell that S C R T L A B S forward slash grants. I'll add it in the comments later on. We'll, we'll tweet the uh, recording. And uh, yeah, just want to say thank you for everyone who joined and spoke and everyone who listened. Uh, it's been informative. We're going to do uh, a lot more of these in the future.
2: Seeker Labs is off. Reuven, guys, excellent work. Uh, we're super excited for this. This is going to be a huge catalyst for all of Secret Network and our growth. Great job.
3: Yeah, thank you. I think we do have some time to take
2: questions from
3: the audience. To be honest, I even have a question
5: for Eric. Uh, if he's down to uh, talk some technical things on lo- like uh,
4: publicly. But uh, uh, we can get to that later as well. I'll give it my bestest. Sure. You yeah, know, let's give it a shot. Um, do
5: you guys at Hydro have plans on using IBC in any interesting way? Uh, I know you have plans on doing like, uh, interactions with, you know, multiple tokens, you're you know, you're doing an AMM, uh, AMM, uh at the end of the day, and, uh, I haven't really dug it deep into it, but I did hear they have some, uh, some interesting integration plans going on between different products on secret network. Uh, have you thought about uh, using IBC to integrate Hydro with other ecosystems?
2: Yes. So right now we're we're focusing on building out specifically on secret network. There are ways we could grow with aggregation type stuff beyond that. But um, we'll be using IBC, we'll route it directly with our derivatives. The way we found it to be easiest for the users, because we want to build everything out for the easiest user experience possible is to uh, work kind of similarly to Osmosis, where people can bridge over whatever assets that are offered on Hydro. And um, then, like say they want to mint the derivative, which will be used for the base liquidity provision on the Hydro pools. Again, you can check our white paper at hydro.finance if you're confused between Hydro and Oxy pools. It's a pretty complicated setup in order to find a way for the AMM itself, the protocol, to earn revenue so that it can offer a token that actually has value so that we can keep high enough APRs to retain liquidity and grow it itself. Uh, lots of economic talk, but the way the derivatives will work is the user will come across, say they have like atom on secret network through IBC and mm-hmm. they want to admit they can either trade that directly. They don't have to wrap anything. They don't have to mess with secret with SNP 20s. Like you can just trade that uh, atom directly and it'll route across or you can mint the derivative if you want to like host liquidity on the main hydro pairs for the higher APRs and we'll use a batching system about every we're playing every four to six hours or so for batching to mint the derivative and so you'll you'll mint it directly but on the back end every 4 to 6 hours it will take these um, kind of these new tokens that want to that want to be staked atom on the native asset it'll wrap it across through IBC and stake it to our um, to our atom contract and then for unbonding's cuz even though it's supposed to be easier and cheaper to trade out you still have the right to the underlying staked atom with your derivative we'll do a 1 week unbonding batch which will allow people to like, say, like, click unbond and it'll be anywhere from 21 to 28 days because the one week batching and the IBC will automatically route to then trigger the unbonding on the staked asset on the native Atom side and then um, send it to their uh, proper Atom wallet. So the user won't have to do more with IBC than just deposit and withdraw their assets as they come across the secret network, which is what people already do in osmosis. But we are using more than that
4: behind the scenes for derivatives. That is actually really cool yeah. uh, that's uh, pretty exciting to hear.
9: I have a question, I guess um, so I think there was a on chain um, twelve month on chain fund for Terra projects or projects affected by Terra uh, in the forums and I think about like two weeks ago you, um, Secret Labs said that they were working on a contract and they would come up with the proposal on chain um is that plan still happening because it's been more than a week but yeah i just want to know
3: i think that it is but i'm not sure
5: Shaho, maybe you know uh maybe guy wants to come up and uh talk about that
7: yeah i don't have an answer unfortunately um but um we will uh get back to you on that uh, feel free to dm us uh, on the circuit lab account and uh we'll check it for sure thanks Yeah, sorry. So I'm interested to hear about the Shades AMM.
3: You guys advertised, like, published on Twitter that you're
4: going to have an AMM uh, with special feature, I think, to support the peg of silk. So if you can share, I would like to hear more details about it.
8: Um... Let me, let me think about what I can say, because I know that we only just announced, announced it. Uh, but uh, forgive me for being vague, but I guess all I'll say is uh, we have a way of roughly controlling the balance of pools using a novel slippage curve um, that can be adjusted by the protocol to incentivize trading in certain ways. Uh, I'll leave it at that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
8: wow, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a really new product. And I'm I'm not the one on the shade swap team, uh so I don't want to speak too much about them. Um but but um from what I've seen I can say it's it's a very cool AMM. Um I'm really looking forward to it and I think I think it will add a lot of value to the whole Cosmos ecosystem, not just not just protecting the Silk Peg.
5: Whatever it is, honestly, good luck. Uh, that sounds uh sounds really cool. Anytime uh, someone builds something new on Secret, it's like, oh, awesome! I'm, uh, I'm gonna read all about it.
9: Also, I guess I can, uh, if no one's asking a question, I can ask. Has have you um, has Secret Labs ever considered implementing some kind of a um, like signed queries, like just something specific to a Secret Network, so that um, you don't need to have any kind of viewing keys or, um, or, um, something like this, um, or permits. Basically, we're
5: talking about implementing something like permits on the protocol level. Uh, that's going to be transparent to the uh, the query system, right?
4: Uh, yeah, to the yeah control exactly.
5: Control. I I think we discussed it at some point, uh, and we've had technical issues with it. Uh maybe a soft you remember, but it's uh, it's definitely something it's, that's worth reviewing again.
3: Yeah, it's it's not it's more of a UX issue than a technical issues. And on Web3 and whenever wallets access your private key, they like they have to ask you for permission. Uh, they don't have to, but it's the standard, I guess. So for example, ledger users would have to click a bunch of buttons to send queries, and uh, and apps usually use a, a lot of queries.
4: So permits are a way around it and to to do to
3: ask uh, only one time from the user to sign up to use their a ledger account or Kepler account or whatever to sign up. Uh, to sign on a query and then uh, uh, recycle that signature uh, for a bunch of queries. So, so yeah, we discussed it. I, I think that we shut it
4: down because of UX concerns. But yeah, that's a good, that's a good point and a good idea. Meanwhile, I know a lot of
2: applications are, are making easier things for users. I know we've done just manual contract viewing keys, but I know Shade and other ones are doing really cool things with permits that should make things easier. And we at Hydro have made a viewing key manager that will use viewing keys and structure them underneath each other with transaction logs. So we talked recently about the acquisition of Clerk, so that users will have all of their history uh, in one place all set up. So it'll... um. The user experience on Secret Network is going to get much, much better as it has to in order for us
4: to properly scale. Yeah, that's the issue with privacy. Uh, Sometimes it comes at odds with uh, usability. Sometimes. Privacy is honestly like a like a helium balloon. Like the tiniest
5: hole, and there's a leak.
3: That's not, like not a good analogy.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ethereum's the Hindenburg? What?
4: Yeah, exactly.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, kind of. So space. you had a question, and then Trivium. Hello. Hello, can, can I hear you Yeah, not the best connection, some background noises, but uh, it's, it's we'll make it do.
10: Yeah, sorry about that. I'm actually out, too. I just joined the space. So I was—I've I've been following the secret community for quite some time, and um, I've been seeing projects like Shade, Joe um, Dow, Legend Dow, and the rest. so recently um, uh, the AMM for Speed was announced, and I know there's already an AMM for Sienna C- uh, is there, and there's Joe Dow coming up. So um, I'm wondering—is there any way at any point where this project? Would actually partner up and do something together.
7: Yeah, I'm not I did, personally didn't get the, the question, just too much background no noise. Uh <laughs> Oven, were you able to to hear the question?
10: Okay, I was I was asking. I think okay. There, there's a she um there's a coming up, which is an EMA. and on the network there's already a CNR, the CNR network and there's a drill down, the hydro team coming up. So I was wondering if there there's any plan at any point where these different projects could um um, do anything with form of any partnership together. Say for instance the say say for instance the hydro team using the soup stablecoin for their whole AMN or something, something like that.
5: Uh if I understand your question correctly, because I've struggled, but I think I got the gist of it, is there a collaboration? planned between an AMM and a stablecoin project? Did I understand that correctly?
10: Yes, 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 yes. like the HydroDoll team using the coin um, of the Shade protocol team. Yes, the collaboration. Is anything like that coming up?
5: Um, uh, maybe Shade has something like that, but uh, I don't know. Don't reveal our secrets so early. <laughs> oh, I'm not revealing anything. I'm just making educated guesses. We all know what you guys are about. <laughs>
3: So basically, the answer
10: is uh, stay tuned. Okay, all
2: right. Thank you. I was thinking this? Yeah, we're going to incorporate UST very heavily. (laughs) No, it's a a fantastic question. More stables are coming out, which are really cool. I know at Hydro, we've mentioned that we are agnostic. We just offer the one-to-one trades for dollar peg stable coins, which is pretty cool. So we'll see what we feel is safest and who offers the best deal and what the community really wants to um, have featured for stablecoin liquidity and we'll make the routing super easy and, u- and useful. But um, yeah, if there are secret network stable coins or whatnot, it would, it's always nice to promote in house. Trivium, you got something?
11: Uh, I actually was, uh, so I'm not here to ask a question. I was invited to speak, but I just showed up late. I got stuck in traffic.
2: Uh, dude, you should just speak. Uh, watching you just go to town in Austin you you were the number one evangelist for secret network, dude. You absolutely killed it. uh, i I just listen to you man
11: oh thank you um i mean i don't uh so i don't have enough context for what's been said so far because i just got here um but uh yeah so Cosmwasm 1.0 coming out very exciting um we're working on documentation as some of you guys may know Uh, and then as soon as you know we get the full list of like how everything is going to work um, I and the other people working on documentation are going to ramp that up. We're going to sprint through that and then uh, use that to onboard as many developers as possible and get some exponential growth going. So, yeah, that's that's the rundown of, uh, you know, the first the very first thing that we're going to do. My, my first priority with Cosmosm 1.0. I hope that was on topic.
2: Dude, this space is about legend now.
4: Uh, absolutely
2: fantastic it's important we get uh awesome documentation and you guys have been doing a wonderful job in setting that up Uh, we need to not only scale our community and scale the applications but scale our developer community so documentation is absolutely integral and we've seen lots and lots of great gains with uh with some more cool stuff coming out i don't think people have seen a lot of teasers about secret university yet but um yeah there's secret network is building and expanding rapidly in absolutely every facet and it's a wonderful time to be here
11: Absolutely. It's going to start being exponential as soon as we update and, you know, finish. Uh, once we like make developer onboarding a little bit more streamlined, I think that's really, you know, one of the big things that's been holding us back so far, people like the, uh, they go for the path, the path of least resistance. And, you know, unfortunately right now with, uh, Ethereum having been out for so long with all their tutorials and documents, they're the path of least resistance, but, you know, uh, we can close that gap with the uh, hard work and determination.
9: I also think um, in the in Austin and other places, Trivium is pushing for a lot of enterprises to come
11: on board as well, right? At least trying. Yes, that is correct. Uh, we're working very closely with BizDev as well. And we're trying to make a streamlined uh, kind of like an entrance ramp or uh, an incubator for enterprises to come in learn how to build on secret network we're gonna help them get started and um you know hopefully we're gonna see some pretty big things from that wow that's amazing so oh, you hey guys give them all that you can share. <laughs>
7: yeah sorry just sorry. wanted to give uh, Melo uh the stage uh, for a sec yeah go ahead
12: hey, sorry hey guys um what's going on so I've been following secret network for a minute and um I finally got a you know a chance to catch you guys in a space um and i also wanted to know where do you guys like talk on normal basis uh get information from aside from twitter is there you guys like have a telegram uh chat um because i am only been catching you guys on twitter at the moment
4: telegram and discord we have um uh-huh.
2: I think a little bit over 7,000 rooms on Telegram. (laughs) Uh, No, we're we're super involved. You can find every specific niche. If you want to talk price, if you want to talk just with a community, if you want to talk with any of the individual dApps, every dApp has at least one independent room. Plus Discord, we all have our own Discord servers. We have community meetings, sorry, committee meetings for the community uh, every weekday, really, uh, on the Secret Network Discord. So I'm sure the links are on the regular site. The site for Secret Network is SCRT.network.
12: So do I hit blog or media? Because I, I did try to look. So I go to um, get involved and stuff like that. Scroll to the
2: bottom of the homepage on SCRT.network. Oh, I was in, in, in the resources. the bottom left-hand corner. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I was in resources, yeah. sorry. On the homepage at the bottom, they have a the little crab for Discord and a little air- paper airplane for Telegram. So they have all the all the socials there.
7: Yeah, if you, and if you're looking for something specific, uh, DM us here, and uh, we'll make sure you find it. Okay, so I'm in the Telegram now. Find um
12: now, I just want to uh, make sure I got understanding, full understanding of, you know, aside from the DApps and everything, the whole secret network itself. Um, you guys bring building basically bridging tokens or assets from Ethereum being Binance well, EVM chains, and then we can come into the network and then exit privately, right?
2: Uh, That's one application that can be enabled if that's your focus. It's not quite that easy, but I mean, Secret Network itself is like Ethereum. It is its own smart contract platform where the smart contracts themselves are private. It is not a chain that's focused on bridging. It is not a chain that's focused on transactional privacy. It's focused on, uh, applicational privacy.
12: So, Oh, it's the privacy with the DAP and these smart contracts, not for the public. So the blockchain will still be a uh, public ledger.
2: A hundred percent. So yeah, the secret token itself is public. The block, uh, the, app the contracts themselves are private. So it's like if Monero is private Bitcoin secret is private Ethereum, but yeah, we're, Right now, we're specifically talking about the new upgrade that's going to allow us to work much better with the rest of IBC and the Cosmos ecosystem.
12: Okay, and so the part where it says by—is um, it by, sorry by default or sorry it's not be a default? Uh, it's something about by by something you can private, private by
2: default. We can program in transparency, such as viewing keys to see your own balances. Like you can make public what you want to make public. It's just harder to go from public to private than it is from private by default to make things public.
12: Okay, and these aren't with dApps, like not with the secret network itself?
2: It's at the contract level. So all secret contracts are private by default and applications use secret contracts, but secret contracts can exist outside of that, outside of dApps.
12: Okay, so let me, get a, let me get a scenario. I'll give you a scenario so maybe I can understand. So let's, so say let's I- just make
7: sure this, this will be the last question because it's more on the technical side, not uh, so much of an intro to the secret network. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to grasp, but it could be my last question,
12: yes. That's really what my only question, really, and try to get understanding of what exactly, you know, Secret Network is trying to bring. Someone brought, brought it up to me, and I've been trying to do some research, but um, I just didn't get any clarification or yeah, try to wrap yeah. my mind around it.
2: Yeah, DM me on Telegram, and I'll help you out. Uh, at Secret Code Podcast.
12: Okay. Yeah, but
4: to answer your original question, if you bridge tokens from Ethereum
3: to Secret, uh, everything, like if you transfer the token within
4: Secret Network, it's private. And, but if you exit Secret,
12: then the token become public again. And so, yeah. Is the wallet address the same as the EVM chain, right? No. Okay. So- cool
7: i got you eric thanks guys cool so if there's if there's no more questions thank you everybody for joining and we will uh do this again real soon have a day great night great day. Job
12: building.
0: Have, a guy, have a nice day guys
12: take care everyone
0: thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was secret spaces Featuring Secret Labs with an in depth discussion of CosmWasm version 1. Recorded on Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some Sabah When I'm cruising, I'm rushing no booze on my tongue When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices And try not to act like they tightened up the noose These fools are abused like a problem stepchild Ruling the coup with some modest exile I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best So like the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with a platter of behind. The curtain up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it. Letting these nerds know the weight was worth it. I'll perk it up while I serve with some bullshit. This ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans, opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth. It's getting on my nerves, so let's make them feel nervous. privacy sign on the dotted line and wave your rights and wave goodbye and pay no mind you gotta wash your brain and erase the time now shut the fuck up while we wait in line
6: Imagine a world
0: in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa? Can you play that one sci fi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily, like, 300x your money on XRP. You know, son, I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed when things that were said on random Twitter Spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 That's the best bat. Uh-huh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines, Hey, Guys, though? I'm reading all about these Lincoln. Guys, turbines. do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because okay. I've been in Cardano since like 2018 and I can give you a full breakdown. Um. Just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of your exit liquidity, in association with we all love to hear ourselves talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org/donate. Terraspaces.